What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Made Varsity. Uh, the Russo Brothers are liars, and you can find me on Twitter at Colby Complains, all one word. Hey, what's up? My name's David. I'm 21, and I never freaking learned how to graduate. You can find me, <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at t underscore river underscore. Are we going to talk about that later? Sure. <laughs> Hi, it's Maverick. You can find me at social media at heartbreak two underscores kid. Oh, okay. Guess we're skipping you. Uh, my name's Aaron, and you can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman. And we have another special guest this week. The intern is here. <laughs> Hi! Um, I'm Annabelle. You can find me at Life as Annabelle. I'm not going to put my fence out there anymore. So I'm tired of people finding it. Thank you. <laughs> what? <laughs> you could have not mentioned it at all, and nobody would have cared. This is what I do to myself all the time. <laughs> so, it is our last ever podcast together as a group not our last ever podcast no we're i hope not that. i hope not it's the last one in person but the last one in person for the foreseeable future we finally learned the intricacies of google hangouts so yes <laughs> we can do this we are now ready for google Hangouts. Digitally. i used to use google chat to talk to boys in eighth grade google hangout is you didn't use like omegle or uh am and A-I-M. Then, like A-I-M. the stuff that you find like random people on like no chat roulette Uvu was the one where you oh, video chatted Uvu. with people oh, you knew. That's right. Oh, I was thinking the wrong thing. I've never been to Uvu Java. Uvu Java. Yeah, no, Chat Roulette was the one that it was like, you get random people. But right? Omega was like the one where you could, if you put in your interest, you say you wanted to. Well, that like, was like later. That was later in time. Like, other people who were interested could also put in these things, and you would meet We should people. start a Never Made Varsity Omega chat. I just threw out. probably just be inappropriate. Things. I just remember throwing out a lot of X. Who's going to put their interests as <laughs> Never Made Varsity? I like literally try to talk. <laughs> Like literally, like literally. No, uh, putting out a, a couple XD roars <laughs> on AIM. <laughs> oh my gosh! So we have technology, though. We're gonna keep this thing going. We have technology. <laughs> All right. So tone switch. Let's talk yeah. about. <laughs> you put this as the first, the very first topic. We're running out of things to talk this. about. Okay. I may be the intern, but I did not do this. Yes. Uh, so, bit of a tone switch. We're going to talk about cheerleading again for the second week the wa- in a row. What do you call them? The Washington, the Washington racial slurs. Washington the football wa- team. The Washington racial slurs. Uh, cheerleaders. Yes. So there was an article er- early in the week, I believe, it um, came out on Wednesday um, from the New York Times, detailing some really gross stuff. The um, Washington cheerleaders. Um, were made to do in Costa Rica in a, yeah, entertaining at a, photo, at a photo shoot in Costa Rica in 2013. Yes, or was uh, a calendar photo shoot. Yeah. Also, they were there to like entertain sponsors and a bunch of other stuff like that. Um, to me, at least, it reads a lot like escort work, which yep, is very exactly that's exactly yeah. what I thought. Yeah, yeah. very gross. And it, it also made uh, I. I might be. I might have just read this, but uh, making like forcing them to be topless on the beach, yeah. like, yeah. and they invited people to watch, yeah, like I guess sponsors or something to watch them do the photo shoot. Also, the um, their passports were taken by the organization, like by the team, mm-hmm. which makes it even more creepier. It's just a really just a not good look for for Washington right now. But then there was a follow up where two other cheerleaders had said that they um, had not been quote pimped out by the team and had no idea where this was even coming from, but it was like two separate time periods that they were talking about. Yeah. All the, um, 
all the reports that I've that I've read yeah. um, from like the actual accounts from other cheerleaders is that this did happen, but they weren't that those specific cheerleaders didn't feel like they were forced to do it. Mm. Okay. And I think so, the, the conversation is that they were basically being pimped out as sex symbols to, um, to sponsors and, and, and a male, you know, a, a majority male group. Um, and then some people were, were arguing that, you know, cheerleading in itself is, is, uh, I don't is se- basically sex work. And it's like, um, I, I don't, quite agree with that i definitely definitely don't agree with that and by don't quite agree with that i mean i really don't agree (laughs) but it's interesting because what nfl cheerleaders do is very different than what college and high school cheerleaders do and competitive cheerleaders do and even what like nba like dancers do it's so I was listening to the the morning gross this morning the espn radio show and they were talking about if we if cheerleaders in the NFL were never a thing, and then all of a sudden we decided, okay, let's take women, put them in skimpy outfits, and have them run around on the field dancing, and occasionally show them in slow motion, dirt, like cutting for to commer- commercials. For commercial breaks. Like, would, would we today, if that was introduced right now, be okay with that? Is that a rhetorical question? Or definitely not. I was gonna say like yeah. that's that. There's no way that would if that had never been a thing, then there's no way that it would have have flown. I mean, and I feel like their roles and like you said earlier are just completely different from collegiate because collegiate is like a like a pep thing, whereas in like these professional sports and it's in multiple sports, it's not just in the NFL. It's just basically to be a sex symbol and like make people pay more money to come up more often. Yeah, pun intended. And then the argument was that like. Or some people are saying that they're well, they already are sex symbols. So yeah. why is it any different that they're being sex symbols for these people that in Costa Rica, those people that they were quote unquote pimped out to? And it was like, just because they do cheerleading, doesn't make them like that. They don't have to be used for other purposes as well. Like that's Absolutely. that's completely wrong. That's that's not how this works. But it does bring up the question: What is the role of the NFL cheerleader today? And I, I mean, I think Annabelle got to the point. It's like a lot of it is to have something pretty to, for fans to look at, so they come to the games more often. And that's—I don't think that's necessarily a good thing nowadays in today's things. But that I think for a long time that's what it used to be. Like you don't even have you don't even have male cheerleaders in there. Like really, I don't I don't I can't recall a, a, an organization in the NFL that has male cheerleaders in there. I don't think any of them do. Yeah, so that has like that's for stunts. You know, and the same thing in the NBA. Yeah. So in the NHL. Yeah, NHL has cheerleaders. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not. Them. I'm not familiar. It's cold, dude. It's cold in there. Why do they? <laughs> they have like basically like sports bras and long yoga pants, and they just kind of like throw things around. So nothing special. Interesting. I so this this sounds like a complete departure from what I said last week, but I really don't know what like the purpose of having NFL cheerleaders is anymore. That being said, I don't just want to like take yeah. all these women's jobs away. Right. Because like it's for most of them it's probably like not their only source of income, but it is like a source of income. But like it, it makes me feel weird. Like when you actually like, break down like the fact like I feel like a lot of people don't actually think like pay attention to the fact that they're cheerleaders. 
like at games or like especially NFL games. Yeah, at, at NFL games, uh, like professional games. But when you like break down, like why they're there and and like the fact that you know they always cut to them right before commercial and always put them in slow motion. It's like, well, it's a little creepy. Like, just 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 a little creepy. It's more than creepy. More than a little creepy. I'm going the opposite way today. Usually I use major exaggeration <laughs> in these podcasts. Are you exaggerating? Never. Never. Listen, you are not the person. I'm more than aware. To... I'm becoming self-aware. I feel like you all should be proud of me. <laughs> you're becoming slightly self-aware. I wouldn't I wouldn't say you're at 100%. It's yeah. like Ultron waking up. It's like, <laughs> there are no strings on me. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. If you haven't seen Age of Ultron and you want to go see no. and you and you want to go see Infinity War. Yes. Because I'm a bandwagoner. Hashtag fake fan. <laughs> One word that I would not use to describe me is fake. But yeah, I don't know where <laughs> so you're saying that what? if you called yourself fake you'd be being fake. Let's continue. Go ahead, Colby. <laughs> I, uh, I I mean I don't know where that leaves us. Did you just start the timer? Is it? No, no, no. It's oh, been okay. going. So it's, it's like a nine and a half minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, it, I don't think there's an answer right here, right now. This would have been a great question for, for me. For me, yeah. too. Well, I mean, it's like the second half of what we talked about, what we all talked about last week. But I think it's not just an NFL issue or a professional sports issue. I think it's a reevaluating sexualizing women in general. But well, that's yeah, that's the larger issue. conversation that's happening, yeah. But the five of us and then this one football team can't address that alone. Well, you think about it, it's like, this is happening just with the Redskins. Like, you can imagine, like, the kind of things that have happened Absolutely. with other or all the the other 32 or 31 organizations. So it's like, um, and it's, and especially with all these things that are happening, like, especially with the Panthers, like, Jerry Richardson's, like, all this, this, this focus on, on, on sexual assault and, and, and the, the Panthers are low key, like, one of the most dysfunctional, dysfunctional organizations. organizations in the NFL. Like, with the focus on the Me Too movement and everything, and, and, you know. And the fact that the NFL of all the major sport leagues in the country, the NFL has the largest, um, female fan base. So, you know, it, I don't know how long. It's gonna like if this is the start of this the issue of the sexualization of of NFL like because see I don't know because like is it they're not there for that purpose but I feel like that's what they're being used for because like when you think of college cheerleaders like you think of they're there for spirit they're there for like pepping like yeah, it's like it's pretty the much just the extension well you know you could argue either way that we're the extension of the we're all in the it's cheer it's squad. A pep squad yeah we're a pep yeah. squad you know I wouldn't say the cheerleaders are an extension of the band you know but, what I meant. Yeah. We don't want, we're not going to offend any cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, we're not, not going to bring them down. To they are not level. an extension of us. We're we are, two hands on the spirit body. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Yes, but you know, with spirit fingers. And when you think, but when you think of uh, professional cheerleaders, it's like or professional sport, cheerleaders and professional sports. You're like, well, why? What? What is the purpose of this other than just straight up sexualization? Yeah, and that needs to be evaluated. Yes, yeah. it does. Now let's talk about uh, the NBA Eastern Conference um, divisional round um, Infinity War. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> I just read the run now. You really wrote Lathanos. <laughs> Is it really an Infinity War when it's, they're both about to be sweet? It's so sweeps. one-sided. It's done, done been swept. LeBron's plan. 
<laughs> Turn it from 02 to 03. <laughs> I also saw that on Reddit. Yeah, you stole, uh-huh. that. you stole that from somebody. Yeah. Twitter. Let's organize this. So let's talk about the Cavs and the, and the uh, Raptors first. This is just an extension of nobody cares about the Raptors. Oh, I hate the Raptors. And they so just much. continue just to just flop. The most annoying team against LeBron. And it's- in, you you go out here and win about sixty games, and then you go get swept. <laughs> this is. I mean, it's not like they're playing poorly though. They're five points away from being up two one, which yeah. granted wouldn't have happened, but but still against yeah. a team that. Got taken to seven games by the Indiana Pacers. Dwayne Casey's about to get fired if they get swept. But he's probably. such a good coach. I know. Former Dallas Mavericks assistant coach. They're about to blow it up. He's got to pull a Frank Vogel. <laughs> get up out of there. That Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan connection ain't going, ain't going They're happen. done. They have to blow this team up, I think. But they, how they do they do did. it? Because they can't get rid of DeRozan. DeRozan is the guy, well, but not. he was literally unplayable last night. Yeah. But what do you do? Like you blow it up, and then what's the what's the like? What's I mean, the point you got the Celtics coming up who look like freaking ridiculous. I don't disagree, but I'm saying like I just don't know what they can do because they're not making it with this roster. Like I said, I mean Celtics are at where they are now because they ended the big three, and then it took a couple years to redevelop and go young again and start. And building Danny Ainge is a wizard in the draft. Like the, the Raptors might have to bow out of the. Of real contention for a while, and it's you know when you look at the future of the Eastern Conference, you look at the Bucks, the Seventy Sixers, and the Celtics, and you're like, I don't how like what, it, it, what do you have left? Yeah. <laughs> it really depends on where LeBron goes next. Yeah, if he stays in the East, like obviously whatever team he's at will be in contention. But like when you look at those three teams in itself, like in themselves, like those are the young teams that look primed to to take over the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Oh, that game went a floater going to the left off the glass. It was it was quite a shot. Don't try that at home. <laughs> Ridiculous. But no, that's the point. You do try that at home when no one's around. <laughs> you do that shot when no one's around and you're just screwing around. You're just like, huh, <laughs> off the backboard. And he did that in a game for the win <sighs> against a great defender too. On an on an OG, OG on an OB. the OG. <laughs> Like it's, wh- what are you supposed to do? Nothing. Because what do you well, do? Well, maybe double team him. Maybe. But then if you double team him, he's got he's three also point the best shooters. Who, in the yeah. world. <laughs> he's got three point shooters who are on fire. But would you not say that you would rather someone else take the shot than him? I mean, yeah. All yeah. Day, any day well, here week. that was that was a quote that I read. That I read. Uh, Dwayne Casey originally told his team to to double team LeBron because they didn't want him to shoot it. And then OG on Anubi, on Anobi, on on Awabi, <laughs> said that. Oh yeah, there was definitely like we didn't think about trapping him, and that's just a horrible look for Dwayne Casey. He said, "Oh yeah, that would have been great in hindsight." Yeah, I think that would have been, <laughs> been great to trap him in hindsight. But you know, when Dwayne Casey's literally in the timeout telling you to double team him. Yeah, uh, that's personally my strategy. I'd rather somebody else take that shot than him any day. Well, here's so. the thing. So here's the thing. So you. Here are your options. You double team any passes, and Kyle Korver's been hitting stuff, and Kevin Love's proven to have have you know woken up again, and so he's had shooters, like he had shooters around him. But I agree that would probably would have been the best option. You let him drive, mm-hmm. and you hope that someone's there in rotation and, and helps block the shot. You do what Onanobi did, and and take away the drive, and he he goes and hits a ridiculous floater. Or you take away the lane altogether, and you let him shoot a jump shot, which he's been hitting all night. I think the shot before that. Was a fadeaway jumper from the top of the key. Yeah, like it was the exact same shot like, that he was hitting all the fourth quarter. Exactly. So it's like when you think about all of those options, like 
it's just letting the ball get in someone's hands other than him because what do you do? <laughs> yes, they've been hitting their shots, oh but that that I don't know if the I don't we don't know that those players have the clutch gene. And after last night, I mean, you can definitely dispel the argument that LeBron doesn't have the clutch gene. Not to mention the whole game two, where the entire first qu- fourth quarter was just LeBron's practice of yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the Kobe shot. Like I would over feel a lot over. more comfortable having somebody else take that shot and testing their gene. As Dragonfly Jones said, he was shooting those arcs so high it would touch the rap- it would touch the um, banners if the Raptors had any. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? Have you seen that he's coming out with a show and you're going to see his like real face? I'm, I'm so ready to see his face. I know. <laughs> um, um, but what do you even do against that? Like, I think what wasn't the stat that uh, he now has more playoff buzzer beaters than Kobe and MJ combined? Yes. Yeah. Ridiculous, but he's not clutch. <laughs> um, the Sixers confetti man isn't uh, ready for prime time. Do you have any opinions on LeBron before we go? Talking to me? Yeah, I pointed well, at I you. have a LeBron Just corner coming up, so I'd like to hear Annabelle's opinions on LeBron. LeBron James. That's all I have right now. Give me a second. The Sixers confetti man is not ready for prime time. No, he's not. <laughs> he would have been great as Villanova's confetti man. <laughs> oh, that hurt. But baby. not so great as that hurt Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I masked the pain Sorry. with humor. It's okay. Um, that was a great game. It was yeah. a great game. I just think the 76ers are on are almost on par with the Raptors as some as the most annoying team in the East. I I think well, I, I now I see that that's not next exactly. I was going to say that it's like attributing to like their inexperience and youth, but like then again, the Boston Celtics it's all these young players that are just. Showing up now, I think Boston has been in more playoff situations, and that kind of helps them because even as young as they are, they were in the playoffs last year. Whereas the 76ers, this is like their first time really in the playoffs. They also have Al Horford as a great veteran presence. That's my boy. I don't care what anybody says about him. He is my Dominican. My Dominican. Like we have that Dominican <laughs> connection. <laughs> they like, also have Brad Stevens. Yeah, Brad Stevens, who they fell for the Lord, What a great. They coach. fell for the same inbounds play twice. <laughs> Once at the end of regulation. And another time at the end of overtime. That's a horrible switch. While Robert Covington fronting the one, Robert Covington fronting the post with no one behind him. Two, having anyone but Joel. Like I guess you do have to switch everything in that situation. But if they've done it before, you know what's coming. Apparently not, and that's why Brett Brown is going to get fired. (laughs) Yeah, because when you have a team that has well. Well, we can also talk about this later. When you have a team that has Ben Simmons and, and J.J. Redick, who's a great shooter, and Joel Embiid, and, you know, you should at least Belly be able Nelly. to win. You, you should at least be able to win a game. And I was watching the Sixers, and every time in clutch time, either they missed a shot or they turned it over. Like bad Like turnovers. very careless. Like they like don't you question whether they want to win or are shaving points, you know, kind of turnovers. It's just ridiculous. And you have this team that's with all this talent. And you have a, a, a wounded Boston Celtics team, and you still can't beat them. And I can't tell if the Celtics are really good and they're they're just uh, you know a, a well put together team and they're just well like playing above their years, or that the Seventy Sixers are so inept at basketball still that they're they're just throwing it away. Like I can't tell which orbits just both. But they've been both. in these games. It's a thing. I know, but <laughs> so I would put it more to the Celtics just. Really playing out of their minds at this point. Terry Rozier is playing yes. incredible. But like, I think about them going up against the Cavs, and I'm like, I don't think they. I think the Cavs are going to sweep them if they yeah. come up against Probably. the Celtics. Definitely. 
Because I think of Cavs, I, like I know the Cavs aren't a great defensive team, but you know they've been playing solid defense as of late. And I just think the experience of the Cavs, like it's just going to be too much for them. I feel like, and it's like yeah. And the way the Cavs are shooting right now, the only team that can compete with them shot for shot is the Warriors. I would argue the Rockets too, but it's, just, it's still just no team in the East. Oh, in the East. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, well I, you said the Warriors. I, I'm, I'm adding. I'm adding on. No team in the East okay. can compete okay. with them. It continues to blow my mind how good that team is doing without their two arguably best players. Wait, this is them without Gordon Hayward and without Kyrie Irving. And so next year and when they've they... They've gotten better. <laughs> so, and so you're going to have these people coming off the bench now <coughs> and like providing solid minutes off the bench while Kyrie and Gordon start. And so that's the thing. With LeBron thing. at the four. Yes. <laughs> if he goes that. to the Celtics, I swear to God. That might be the only way I don't root for LeBron. <laughs> yeah. He goes to Boston just to spite Kyrie. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> did you see that? Did you all see that they found the confetti man though on Twitter? Yes, oh, I no. did. I did not see I did that. Not see that. He, he was. Uh, he had a shirt on that says "Breaking uh, news." Breaking, I don't care. <laughs> breaking news. I don't care. <laughs> now is this pre or post? This is pre. Oh, so this he, is before they let go of the. Yeah. So he was wearing that to the game. Yeah. Okay. Um, Pelicans have a chance? Question mark. Uh, I feel like this always happens. The Warriors drop a game, and everyone's like, ah, and then they beat them by like Gentlemen's forty. Sweet. Yeah, rope a dope. They just they kind of let them get one lick in. Yeah. They're like, okay, it's over now. It's like Thanos. Like Thanos. <laughs> let him have his fun. <laughs> the Jazz have a chance. I do think that if Donovan, like, okay, so this is kind of what I was getting to earlier. Donovan Mitchell, I believe deserves rookie of the year based on this postseason because right like when you have like i don't this i'm sorry like you can't win rookie of the year if you have a stat line of one point in five turnovers i agree but also the rookie of the year is a regular season award if it was regular season plus postseason lebron would have even an even stronger case to win mvp every season well then why don't they give it out at the end of the regular season because tv ratings drama yeah Pretty much. Basically. They want something to talk about for the first couple of weeks after the finals. Yeah, the votes are in. Oh, they're already in? Yeah. Oh, then I guess Ben Simmons is going to win it, but I feel like Donovan Mitchell is the better player, and I would, like, if, I don't, it depends on the team makeup and everything, but I would honestly take Donovan Mitchell over Ben Simmons. And I don't, I know that's a hot take, Ooh. but I would take, the fact that, I would take, in their current forms, I would take Donovan Mitchell over, over Ben Simmons. Everyone loves the volume shooter until he stops making shots. I'll love him forever. <laughs> Except when he was playing at Louisville, but it's fine. <laughs> Listen, when he hit that, that tip shot dunk, and he, he hit it with a one hand, and he looked at the camera like, game. Blouses. Blouses. <laughs> That's what I knew I was in love. <laughs> a blouse just like four of them. <laughs> If he would have let go, and he would have still been hanging, like, if he would have let go of that one hand, and he still would have been floating, like... I- <laughs> His hair just goes into a perm. <laughs> he gets a jerry curl. Gets a, gets a guitar, starts singing Purple Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I guess coming in next week, we'll have a couple series that might be wrapped up by then, and we'll start looking forward to the... Wrapped it up. I expect the Cavs, I expect the Cavs to sweep, uh, the the Raptors. The Sixers (laughs) might grab. I appreciate your interjection in this, Annabelle. The Sixers might grab a game. I think the Sixers, if the Sixers had won this game, I would have given them a chance to win the series. But after dropping 
that kind of game. It's like they had their chances to win. Like they had so many chances to win, and they went here. You go. <laughs> like I don't know if you saw. Like JJ Reddick turned it over. Like JJ Reddick turned it over in crunch time and gave them a fast, a wide open fast break. And uh, same thing happened in overtime. Except this time they fouled out Hor- Horford, but the same principle happens: is that you know a lazy pass to Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. and the game's over. And so it's just those those little stupid things. And it's like it's lazy. I think Stillman was at game two. <laughs> Do you want to expand on that? No. <laughs> Annabelle. <laughs> you just add the game. You just had to say his name, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Had to mention oh, the homeboy. Uh, do you really want a LeBron corner? Or are you going to wax? Yes. I'll give you 60 seconds to wax poetic. Mm, that's too much. It's not enough. <laughs> oh, gosh. Go. Here we go. Go. Your time is is now. <laughs> what? I I was waiting to start for me to start for you to start the timer. No, it's not how no. this works. You're already, you're already you've already lost time. So you better go. We are right, we well, are the captains. No, I'm the one that runs this sound. You're wasting your I'm time. The producer. You're yes, wasting I your time. Am. You're the intern. Get out of here. You're wasting your time. I'll take my time. So LeBron is playing some amazing basketball. You see, he's talking um, tough now. <laughs> what? He's talking tough now. <laughs> You're wasting your time. <laughs> I'll take my time. <laughs> LeBron has two buzzer beaters in the past five games, six games. He, in the conference finals, is averaging 35.7, 11.3, and 8.3, and he's only averaging two turnovers a game. Through the first two games of the series, his assist-to-turnover ratio was 9-1, to one, which I think is unbelievable. He's playing better basketball than I've ever seen him play before. And I think that the basketball that he's playing, he's undoubtedly got to be considered the greatest of all time in the playoffs. I already think he's the greatest of all time. Just straight up. I am not discrediting the fact that he can now make clutch shots. I don't know where they were when he was on the Miami Heat and when my team beat him. He had them on the Miami Heat. I actually saw a stat today before game six versus the Celtics in 2012. LeBron was 17 and 9 in his career in playoff games within 5 points. Since then he's gone 26 and 7. So he has turned it around with the sense of him not being a closer. I will admit that the rap not the Raptors series, the Mavericks series was bad. But I think that's the only knock that you can have on him well, that's as a closer. That, that's the only one that matters to me. I'm a Mavericks fan, so that's the only one that matters to me. But my biggest thing is, I, I mean, it's worth looking up, I think. Because, yes, LeBron has a lot of more. It was was you, David, saying that he has more now than Michael Jordan and Kobe. I think it's important to ask how many situations in which they needed to take a last shot that they already had the game in the bag. There's also how many times Jordan got up out of there in the first round the first couple years of his career. Retweet. Like, if LeBron goes to the finals this year, that'll be eight straight. If he, I, Okay, so here, here's the thing. If if LeBron... In a tougher league. If LeBron wins another title... What are y'all doing? She just typed in LeBron James height. I couldn't remember how tall he was, sorry. <laughs> you can ask these questions on the microphone. He's 33. Okay, I'm done. That's his height. 33. All right, height is 33. Uh, if LeBron James wins another championship before he retires, I will concede that he is the GOAT. Like, without, with it, like, non challenged. 
no matter if he if like if he wins one more before he retires, I will concede that he is the greatest of all time. And I'm not a LeBron hater, like le- legit, like I love LeBron James. <laughs> but I'm saying if he wins one more, if he just gets that, it'll push him. It'll push him past and be and, and he'll be. I feel like the goat. He might already be the goat, but in my opinion, he would be. Uh, he would be the goat. He's already there for me. Yeah, I just. If you're asking me who I take in a game of pickup, I would take LeBron over Jordan. Well, yeah, I think yeah. it's. I think it's in a game of pickup. I'm taking Jordan because he's not going to lose. <laughs> you think? So? I mean, I, I feel like that's also a height thing. No, I mean like height and game thing. No, but I don't think that Michael Jordan will lose. I don't think yeah. he will allow himself to like, <laughs> lose. Have you not heard the stories of like him playing like ping pong and stuff with people that he would literally play them until he beat them? Like, that sounds like a very Michael like, Jordan thing. It will be like that's also why, that's also probably why he had a gambling issue. But it will be first to one hundred and forty three because like LeBron will hit a shot be like twenty one to seventeen. He'll be like, I thought we said first twenty five. <laughs> He'll just keep going <laughs> until he wins. I think that LeBron is probably. Not undisputed, obviously, because there are people who will never come around to it. But he's already the best player of all time. But greatest versus best is a different argument because well, there's there's most decorated. Yeah, that's greatest means like greatest career would be most decorated goes to Bill Russell. Yeah, but I I just I just don't know what is going to make people turn on LeBron because if he wins six championships miraculously somehow well, people are going to be like uh, well he lost in the finals well, I don't think he needs six like I don't think he needs to get six I don't I, I mean I already think he's there but yeah like I don't know Maverick what would make you think that LeBron's the goat over Jordan two more rings you say two I feel like at least one I, at least time with Kobe and then one less than Michael I think the breadth of his career all of his accomplishments yeah. In the era that he's done it in, plus another championship, I feel like he would be the GOAT. Plus, very realistically, breaking Kareem's scoring record. Now, if he did that, now that would be, like, the only other player that I would say could could come over against the greatest player, like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is, like, straight up. But you can't yeah, have he, he's he's an easy number three So in the GOAT argument. So, <clears throat> I think if he breaks Kareem's record, that's another major thing for him being considered the GOAT. But see, like, then it becomes argue like the whole like most decorated thing. Like, I don't think Bill Russell's the best player to ever live. Well, Bill Russell also played against plumbers. Well, that, that was going to be the yeah. thing was that he played against like you know, scrubby DWs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were Kanye. Scoopy dee woo. That's a bop. Did you just say that was a bop? I think it's so funny that it's like slightly good, but he's also slightly bad. I mean, very bad. He's, he's very bad. Let me slightly. go on the record and say Kanye West is bad. <laughs> Ma'am, okay. What kind of intern are you? It's, it's oh I think this is going to be a never-ending debate because, like I said, I think there's going to be some that will never let go. Well, yeah. I don't think they're going to. I don't think people are going to appreciate LeBron until he retires. Yeah, I think that in twenty years there's going to be a much more balanced conversation because a big part of the conversation right now is that people look back at Jordan with the rose-colored glasses, but they don't do that with LeBron because he's still currently playing. And they're going to appreciate LeBron a lot more once he's retired. Yeah. That's so never because he's not human. Like when I, I remember when retired. Kobe, I remember when Kobe was playing, and everyone clowned Kobe. And then we, you know he retired, and everyone's like, "Whoa, Kobe!" Well, in my honest opinion, I believe <laughs> that LeBron is the goat. And you're entitled to that opinion. You're, you're entitled segue. to that. I still believe at the moment that Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time, and Dirk Nowitzki is the greatest 
Uh, mm. <laughs> European you, player mm. of all time. Okay, all right. I'll say international. I know people would probably cite either Hakeem or Tim. I mean, I would still say so, but I'll, I'll put him European. Greatest European of all time. Warm up? <laughs> yes. I like that segue, though. You do. <laughs> so there's a raging debate going around. Is it raging? Yeah, oh, yeah. BuzzFeed. I've Cody. never heard... I, I've heard of both. it before you brought it up. So there's a certain acronym. It's I M H O. Okay. We'll say it again for the people in the back. I M H O. Yes. And so there's apparently people that think that it could mean one of two things. Even though it only means one of these it, things. I think it only means Ooh. one. And so the first one is in my honest opinion, which is correct. And so objectively. And then uh, the second would be, in my humble opinion. Which now, is not correct. <laughs> I have heard both of these phrases. I think it, in my honest opinion, is the correct one. Yes. I have never heard anyone say until right now, in my honest opinion. I've only heard in my humble opinion. Well, you need to so, widen your circle of people. So, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go to the facts here. BuzzFeed went to... She doesn't to, need to widen her circle. She's so popular. Oh, that's right. You are so popular. <laughs> no, that one hurt. Not, only, not only did BuzzFeed poll... On Twitter, and it was overwhelmingly, in my honest opinion, they went to a linguist from Columbia University that cited the fact that, in my honest opinion, is more of a correct phrase nowadays because, in my humble opinion, was very prevalent in previous generations. And that it is still a valid phrase, but I think when you're talking about the acronym itself, it's, in my honest opinion. No. (laughs) I will not be changed. Wow, look at you. You're almost, oh, I almost made a joke. Ooh, that one. <laughs> I, I really was expecting so, this to be an hour said, and a half long recession. I've session, said in so. my humble opinion before. It's no, like, I, I almost offended like everyone I know. So. <laughs> but no, like, Yank. like the biggest thing I have for people is like, how can you say it's in your honest opinion? Like when I, when you're talking about an opinion, I automatically think that you're being honest. All opinions honest. are honest. What about being a devil's uh, advocate and saying other opinions that you don't believe? But then you're not believe? an opinion. You're just being a devil's advocate. No. But, no you're you're still, say all, you're, all, you say all opinions are honest? No, that's I not said, true. That's not true at all. People can... And uh, being a devil's advocate is articulating a point, that an opinion that you may not believe in. For the it, sake of argument. So. Contrarian, if you will. Oh, like well, Will Kane. having a class right now. But also in regards to the... Um, you said the poll. You said I don't think any. Well. I don't think That's opinions are opinions are humble either. Sometimes sit down. <laughs> Be humble. Be humble. Continue. How dare you interrupt me? <laughs> Continue. What were you saying? Be humble. Oh, I was saying that um, that the poll is probably a little skewed because you know that when people feel a certain way, they're going to respond. But it's humble. That's all. You can go about your way doing that. So in bad decisions. a poll of 100, about 175,000 people on BuzzFeed, with 58%, that is a lead of 16 points, in my honest opinion. But it's BuzzFeed. How many? Think about Oh, my this. God. Think really? About, I'm a Don't you start scientist. You know? Add one more vote to in my honest opinion. I just voted. Think about the type of person who's on BuzzFeed answering these questions. Are you really just going to go ahead and attack everyone that takes BuzzFeed? Well, it's one. It's young people. And they're saying that it's very indicative of a younger generation. Of to say honest? Yes. Yes. Then, okay. Then I'm just old. Mm-hmm. You're not old. You're like 12. <laughs> You're that behind one. the times. That one also hurt. You're 12, but you're behind the times. How does this work? <laughs> I don't know. I've literally never heard anyone Boy. say honest until... Because, I mean, also, like, only spend time with, like, old people. So you're Shout admitting... Out there you go. There Shout you. out to my mom. <laughs> you're calling your mom old? I love you, Elaine. Okay. Oh God. 
That was quick. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, so I remembered the thing that I wanted to add to the rundown. Uh, so there is a YouTuber that I watch, uh, Mike Falzone. He has a morning show on YouTube called Mike in the Morning. And he came up with a game where you read the names of the Kentucky Derby horses from the year you were born and see how far you can go before you start laughing. Okay. <laughs> Wait, say it again. You read the names of the horses from the Kentucky Derby from the year you were born and see how far you can go. Oh, before sign me up. I can right, do this. Right, right, right. Okay. Do we have these? Where do we go? He put them in the, they're in the thing. Okay. You're missing I've, my year. When, when were you born? born? 97. Ooh. Are you I didn't know that. Yeah. October 13th, 1997. Oh, you are an October child. Well, remember, I'm a 12 year old, so. You are. So you were born in 2006? I'm 11. You're 11, so 2005? It was a vine reference, but I can't finish it because this is a safe word excuse podcast. me. I've already done this a couple times, but I can tell you on my list like where I laugh. I only have the like, top 15. I'm okay. kind of seeing right. some that I've Well, probably... there are only 20 that participate. Maybe there were only 15 that year. Okay. All right. So, who wants to not go like 80 horses. So, what, are we all the same one then? Oh, I'm 96. Yeah, 96. I'm only 98. Yeah. So do we just want to say which ones that kind of made us chuckle? <laughs> oh, I thought it was like someone was reading it out. I I'll, I'll, I'll read, read them. I you want to do it? Yeah, I can go do for it. it. All right. Uh, Grindstone, Cavanier, Prince of Thieves, Halo Sunshine, Unbridled Song, Editor's Note. <laughs> that's, where, that's where I laughed. Right there. Uh, blowout. <laughs> <laughs> Children. Ali Rob, Diligence, Victory Speech, who came in 10th, uh, Corker, <laughs> Skip Away, Zarb's Magic. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, Zarb. <laughs> Zarb. What's How do they Zarb? come up with these names? They like just do like the shuffle words, the random words, and it's like the first word, the second word. The uh, Cimarron, In Contention, all came in 15th. Uh, <laughs> Luis Quatorzi. What? Like uh, 14 in Portuguese. Maddie G. Maddie B. Raps. Uh, honor and glory and pilt for pleasure. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, no. I had, if I hadn't already laughed at this point, I would have I lost it. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Let's do 97. Let's go in go. chronological. Like 96, 97. Whoa. Oh, I have to read them? I thought. Oh, okay. So you read them, and uh, unless you want me to read them. No, I'll read them. Okay. I can handle it. Okay, 98's not that bad. Silver Charm, Captain Bodget, Bodget, I don't know how to say that, Free House, Pulpit, Crypto Star, Phantom on Tour, is that a drum corps? Back off. <laughs> Jack Flash, wait, did that chuckle count as me laughing or not? Because that was to my own joke. No, we'll allow I'm it not for counting now. it. Jack Flash, Hello, Concerto, Celtic Warrior, Crimson Classic, Shammy Davis. You named a horse Shammy Davis? <laughs> Deeds, not words. I name you Shammy. I'm just like so Shammy confused. from 2K. They're not that bad. Like, yours, like 97, 98 is not that bad. So. You ready? Real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just chuckled. <laughs> you already laughed. I'm only laughing because of Colby. Victory Gallop. Indian Charlie, Hallery Hunter, Cape Town, Parade Ground. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that because I am bad. Hanuman Highway. Yep, there we go. Favorite trick. 
that one got me. Uh, national lore, old tree stay. Go take it away. Someone else. Chilito. Okay, Robin Wood, Artax, <laughs> Rock and Roll, and Basic Trainee. They weren't that bad. You already laughed though, so I mean, I laughed real quiet because it was on brand with me. Stop it with the brand. You don't have a brand. I'm popular. You're an intern. You don't have a brand. <laughs> Get us some coffee. So there's this, so on the former YouTube channel, Nuclear Family, there was this skit called uh, yes. uh, Dave and Ross, oh, which was a Bob Ross parody where like different na- like, names of paints would scroll across the bottom, which I think would also make for great horse names. Oh, no. Uh, for, oh, nervous. for example, um, On White, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Out of Milk, <laughs> Dad, question mark, um, <laughs> Home economics. Uh, Ma's missing teeth. Uh, too many cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's bacon. Um, spit on the ground. Uh, 30-day free trial. I think that would be a great name for a horse. You should all go in, all four of you, buy a horse and then train it. Mike's soft lemonade. Those are expensive. Mike's soft, soft lemonade. Mike's soft lemonade. I see what you did there. Yes. They're expensive, but... I'm sure Tricycle accident. Ouch. R.I.P. and peace. All right. Those would all make fantastic. I like the on white. I thought you just tweeted that like in a state of altered being, and I was like, is he okay? But no, I get it. I appreciate it. On white. On white. All right. So let's talk about some movies. <laughs> we have two movies that we're talking about today in our corner. Yes, we are. I've seen neither. Continue. Why didn't you go to the thing? <laughs> At work. You worked 30 minutes into it, and you still could have gone. I was too lazy to walk to Keenan. Continue. So, we watched Spirited Away, meaning they watched Spirited Away, and I watched it on my own. And I watched Spirited Away too much anyway, so... I didn't watch it. I was volunteering at Allstate. What did y'all think of it? I was in absentia. What did you think of it, Dave? (laughs) Allstate band, not Allstate, the insurance company, for the record. (laughs) I think Thank Spirited you. Away is You're one, welcome. I think Spirited Away is one of the greatest films of all time and it also has one of the greatest scores to a movie of all time. Can y'all stop being twelve? It's not me this time. <laughs> Behave. That Behave. is you. Do you see this? <laughs> I've learned to ignore it. <laughs> I wish. Uh I think it has one of the best scores of all time. And I think it's one of the it has a lot of like very poignant themes. Very um, adult themes. Which you were gonna get into, yeah. It has a lot of very <laughs> poignant themes uh that really make it like more than just a, a a kids like an animated kids movie right so this movie um Hayao Miyazaki came up with the idea for this movie thinking about a uh, post-world war ii japan which after the war found an economic boom because they couldn't fund their military anymore so all of their money went into commerce mm-hmm. um there was a cultural shift towards um, Western capitalism, and there yep. was a huge boom, and a bunch of amusement parks sprung up around Japan, like the one that uh, Shakira goes to. Did you, say Shakira? <laughs> did you just say I Shakira? Did, I did that on purpose. Uh, <laughs> Whenever, wherever. In the movie, um, we actually watched Zootopia. <laughs> what happened? This is actually Zootopia. No, but um, so there are a lot of themes of what 
capital what late stage capitalism can do to a country and do to people within that country who are used to their more traditional values, which is a very adult theme for a kid's movie. <laughs> yes. Very much so. Also, I just love how they roasted Chihiro for the entire first act of that movie. <laughs> stupid kid. <laughs> Smelly, Smelly. Lazy. Stupid kid. <laughs> straight flames. Yeah. But I really liked it. I think it's very beautifully animated. Um, a lot of really nice visuals. Uh, my thing with the animation is that it was made in 2001, I believe, mm-hmm. which is yes. when they were experimenting with the drawn animation plus the computer mm-hmm. animation, mm-hmm. Yep. which... I'm sure Vin looked great. <laughs> you think it looks? Na- it's a little now. <laughs> it looks very dated. That's that, fair. Like that, that. Like the actual animation looks great when they try to mix in the computer animation with the drawn animation. It looks a little wonky, but that's fair. That's with a lot of movies from that era. Like even in um, Avatar: The Last Airbender Day, which was like what ten years later, they were yeah. mixing the animation styles. So and it still stuff, looked yeah. a little rough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Chihiro is my is 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 my favorite little little small little small, small my small baby. Um, also, no name needs to chill. <laughs> he really does. Like he like when he, like after he did his whole thing and he um got back on the train and like they went and sit down and Chihiro was like, "Are you coming?" He was like, uh, "I was like, if you don't come." <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like the movie also did a really good job of, or I think one of the interesting things was um, the sense of good and evil was never quite, there was no fixed line of good and evil mm-hmm. in that movie. There wasn't clear cut. Like there are people that you didn't like and there are people that you thought were quote unquote like evil, but I feel like nobody in it was truly good or evil. Like when you first started out, like uh, I forgot her name, but um, works for the spider dude. Uh, like super mean oh, to Chihiro. Lynn. Yeah, it was super mean to Chihiro. But like, it, like thirty minutes later, she's like super worried about her, and like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm glad you're okay. And then you know, with Ibaba, like you know, like that character, assuming that that one is evil, like she's not a good person in any sense of the word. But, but she's like, not evil. She's not either. evil. Yeah, not evil. She's a bad person. But she's, she's just about evil. that money. She's about that moolah. Yeah, and like no name or sorry. No face. no face, no name, no face. Same thing. Same thing, exactly. Um, so just that, like, fluidity of, of good and evil makes the whole movie a lot more interesting to me. I enjoyed it a lot. It, it got real strong Alice in Wonderland feels. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it's good. It was good. I'll give it, like, a, I'll give it an 8.3. I dig it. I'm not going to give it a score because I, I I'm super biased towards it. It's rated one of the top ten... Films for children above the age of 14. That's what I can put. see that. I can see that. I can see older kids like liking this movie That's more than... That's also the English voice acting and not the Japanese voice acting. Oh, yeah. The voice of um, Shihiro was Lilo. From Lilo I never made that connection. Yeah, that, but now that I say that, doesn't it... It does. No, it registers. exactly like her. Yeah. It sounds exactly like Lilo. So... Let's let's tuck. Oh, sorry. Before we move on to that, like that movie helped me break into other Studio Ghibli movies, um, like *House Moving Castle*, um, *Nasca Valley of the Wind*, uh, uh, *My Neighbor Totoro*. Like all these other movies that are fantastic that are like on. It was a gateway film. It's a it's a it's one of those gateway <laughs> films exactly. So if anyone like has watched it, like I recommend going to watch all these other movies as well. All right, so we are going to talk 
Infinity War. It, but spoilers. But spoilers for a little bit. So I'm going to cap this section with time. Um, from when I say the word go, we're going to spend exactly five minutes talking. Okay. So for anyone, it's five minutes. If you don't want to hear spoilers, stop your recording, your, your listening device. At this Check your time forward. Stamp. Just skip forward. Yeah. Skip forward about five, five minutes. Five, five, six minutes. Two segments in a row where I'm not talking at all. <laughs> well, you can savor it. Savor it. Oh, I'll put in my sweet, sweet silence. The sweet silence. All right. So I'm going to wait for three, two, one, go. Holy crap. <laughs> Shrek dies. <laughs> Shrek dies. Um, so I thought it was really interesting who they chose to erase mm-hmm. and who they chose to keep around. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Like when I first, when I walked out of the theater, I was just in shock that, you know, a lot of my favorite heroes were gone in, you know, were lint. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, that I didn't even notice that it was the OG Avengers yeah. that ended up not fading away. Um, you know, I, I, spent a lot of time thinking about it and it's like i feel like so i saw people started fading away i, f- I can't remember was it was it bucky who was the first Bucky one? was the first one. bucky was the first to fade away He's like steve boom steve. i feel like they could have capitalized on that emotional that that kind of emotional uh connection there mm-hmm. a little bit better um at least i like if i was doing if i was watching it over again like you already have a built-in emotional connection between cap and bucky so you could have drawn that one out a little bit more, but I don't know if they wanted to make room for, you know, Tom Holland's performance because that one ripped yeah, my no. heart out. <laughs> and like doing something similar to that, I just think I think there was a lot because that was the first one, and so like that one had a lot of emotional, like it was like a smack in the face, like oh crap, he just like is this happening? And then you see like building over, like I just thought it was a big thing, especially making him the first one. But I do definitely see what you're getting at. And then I feel like it became real for me. Like I was like, oh, this is this is happening when I saw T'Challa and yeah. he was like, this is no place to die. And he's gone. <laughs> that, that was the one that shocked me. No, like I sat there with like, I had my, I was at silver spot. So I had my elbows on the, on the, the armrests mm-hmm. and I was like, <laughs> with my hands on my head, mouth open, like what is happening? But it, it leaves room for the OG Avengers to get their send off. Yep. And it kind of ushers in a, a new era for these movies. I think it's, I think going forward, we're going to see a lot less of what we saw in the first three phases of the MCU, a lot less of a huge intertwining story. We are mm-hmm. kind of seeing that now with um, Spider-Man Homecoming kind of being a standalone movie, uh, Thor Ragnarok kind of being a standalone movie, same with um, Doctor Strange, same with um, Black Panther. So like you're saying, like everything up to this point was coming together and you now feel like it's slowly coming apart again yeah i think that now the the public has enough faith in the studio that like they will find a way to make it work we're along for the ride we're ready for the weird we're ready for the space we're ready for the magic come on bring it tell be we want creative filmmakers to tell their story yeah i feel like giving ryan coogler and taika watiti like especially with like with black panther and thor ragnarok i feel like those really set the tone for marvel moving forward I feel like, and I feel like they're going to give 
more chances. Like even the Russo brothers, like oh, I forgot what their major film was before. They they did Arrested Development. Some they? yeah, like wh- who would take you know? Oh hey, like let's get the directors of Arrested Development to <laughs> to direct our blockbuster movie. But they were fantastic with uh, Captain America: um, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and you know have proven themselves again in in Infinity War. Yeah, they did Arrested Development and Community. Yeah. Yeah. Not exactly the big blockbuster directors I would have thought of. But yeah, I the more, further away I get from this movie, okay, it's not a for me. It's not a movie really. Like it doesn't feel because this is so experimental. We've never seen anything like this, like as a movie going audience. So it's mm-hmm. it's hard for me to score like looking critically with my one film class, like looking critically at, <laughs> at this movie. I'm basically a critic, you know? Basically a critic. We have Popular. one minute left, by the way. Oh, God. Um, but it's hard for me to score because yes. it's not the end of the story either. Yeah. Quickly, are they going to come back? Yeah. I feel uh, like everyone, I, everyone post-snap is going to come back. I feel like... I think Gamora's coming back. You, you think Gamora's Gamora. coming back. I think she'll make an appearance, but I think she's going to stay dead. And, I think that Vision is going to stay dead. I think that... Um, Loki is gonna is very dead, and I think that um, oh, who's the other Heimdall. Heimdall? Heimdall. Oh yeah, Heimdall. Yeah. Oh my boy, Heimdall. I, I, my biggest thing, I think that just takes away the stakes for me, knowing that they're gonna not die, technically. But they, whether they lie or not, also they did say that Gamora is alive within the Soul Stone. But like, I don't believe anything they say. So one last thing in ten seconds. Um, oh no, I lost it. Oh no, oh no. Oh, it does raise it does raise the stakes for the next movie because I do feel like the uh, deaths in the next movie are going to be so final. What? Also, yes. Okay, that's five minutes. Hi, Hello, everyone. welcome back. <laughs> Hello, welcome we can back. we can talk. Hold on to that talk. But we can talk more after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can talk about ourselves. In the support group. (laughs) We made a support group uh, for people that have seen Infinity War. I'm nervous. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth a watch. You need a support group. Am I going to cry? Do not get get a drink. Like, oh, make yeah, sure long, you have yeah. used the restroom before it? two hours and forty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Make sure, make sure you do not. I didn't get a. I didn't get a. You say you can't commit to that time <laughs> period. You I'm heard it here first. Annabelle is afraid of commitment. I'm not the one with commitment issues here. Neither am I. Okay. Oh, hi Maddie. Hi Maddie. Hey Maddie. All right. Let's move on. Twitter questions. Two Twitter questions. Get you looking at the rundown. I love um, from the Shrug guy at Turner Metlicott, make a football team out of the Avengers. Oh, oh, I can't make a whole football team. Can we? Can we cut this down a little bit? Yeah. Let's make a. Let's do all the skill positions. Like I don't know, QB, wide receiver, uh, running back. Okay, a QB. So you want to do a QB, a running back, and two wide receivers? Yes. Okay. So here, here we go. So I gotta, I gotta go uh, with the guy with the most killer arm. Uh, I'm gonna go with Cap. <laughs> gotta go with Cap. He just okay. has that quarterback. Okay. He has that QB, okay. like yeah. you know, thing about him. You know, uh, for wide receivers, I gotta go T'Challa just based off of that one scene in Infinity War. He's a speed guy. He's a speedy boy. <laughs> he is a speedy boy. Um, Oh gosh! You could put Spidey in the spl- in the slot. Yeah, <laughs> someone. We need someone that can get air. Mm-hmm. Like he can j- run and jump. Yeah, but like we f- need someone that can like fly, so, or get air. But I need a power guy. Like I need a. I need a. a so I feel like T'Challa is a speed guy. But I need. You need somebody, a possession receiver. I need a possession receiver. 
And so I feel like Gamora will mess somebody. I feel like he'll body somebody would. up and Gamora would kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I know you don't like it, but Vision can fly. You could just throw it up to him. Well, at that point, I would just give it to Thor, <laughs> or uh, either War Machine or. Uh, I feel like Thor would be good. Uh, not he. He's not a great route runner, but I feel like he can make the spectacular catch. Yeah, maybe. You know, he's your star receiver. That's not quite great. Like he's like Julio Jones. Like he's kind of sucks, but he's also like you. You can throw it up to him. <laughs> Put Groot at tight end. Oh, Groot. Yeah. <laughs> For uh, running back, can I see that real fast? I need to see running back. Let's see. Of Hulk can Hulk. be the Hulk the, is the my running back. back. That's a fullback. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fullback. See, I don't know because I, I I don't I don't know how powerful Captain Marvel is, and so like part of me is like I kind of want to put Captain Marvel there, but I don't know what she's capable of yet, so I'm going to hold off on that. Um, yeah, I might just hand it off to Hulk. Yeah, he'll rumble for a while. Yeah. All right, that's my squad. I think that sounds good to me. I'd agree with most of those. Yeah. Cap, I think Cap, because he can throw the shield. Yeah, he yeah. can throw Sling a football. If Big you, arm. <laughs> if you can throw a shield, you can throw a football. Hulk is, I like power backs to put Hulk back there. Uh, T'Challa makes sense at wide receiver. Uh, somebody flying for me. I, anyone who flies as the slot receiver. That's a pretty solid team. Nick Fury's the coach. <laughs> a lot better than the Browns. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, don't act all offended. I am offended. Uh, from Annie Reindel, at Annie underscore Reindel. Hey, LB. What does at Aaron P. Freeman think about the Despicable Me girl meme? <laughs> you try. Girl, please. I like them. They're of great. Of course you do. Oh, they're funny. <laughs> they're funny. I'm not Aaron, but I think they're hilarious. I probably Thank like you. retweeted... 10 within an hour and then tweeted okay i'm done with the girl memes and david responded it's about time like now you know how everyone else feels about the yodeling kid but that's not what i meant so i just kept retweeting them anyway <laughs> they're funny that's why you're muted they're so funny am i really muted i don't know are you that hurts <laughs> do y'all think they're funny no not objectively it's really. probably the least funny meme that's come out in the last year yeah you think it's funnier then I mean, not as funny as like the problematic like ableist memes. The what? Like the um, SpongeBob meme that came out that was like kind of problematic. I have no idea which one you're. It was about this time last school year. Ooh, I'm about to look it up. Hold on. It's the, the only one. The I one thought with was like the, letters. the mocking, the mocking SpongeBob meme, the ableist mocking SpongeBob meme. You think that is funnier? The, I'm sorry, I'm not. I, I Remember can't. where SpongeBob has like the crazy face, like, and he's got his head tilted, he's like, because he like mimics and he like says back to what. Hold on, it. I'm about to show you. Oh, with like, like the different the like, letters. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The Browns are the best team in the NFL. It's like the Browns are the best team in the NFL. Yeah, that one. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think that's funnier than the girl memes. I think the only one that I thought was funny, there was the one where like there was this picture of like a model and they put the girl face on it and like a grandmother sent it to the or like the girl t- posted it on like Twitter and the grandma thought it was her. Oh, that was really <laughs> oh. funny. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. That one was kind of funny. I don't know. The memes are they're kind of kind of slowing down this time of year. Yeah. Annabelle says I have bad meme taste, but you her do. and I agree on a meme. So what does that say about her meme taste? This is the I one mean, meme we I agree can, on. So. I can concede that you both have terrible meme taste. Take it back right now. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Made varsity. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> don't you shake your head? <laughs> Yikes. I do think that uh, top ten anime betrayals is one of the best. <laughs> That's a good one. Best recent memes. That's a good oh, one. That's a good meme. Best recent memes. 
Uh, from Ryan James Lee at Leave It To Me. That's I a good name. I almost said uh, Leave, Leave It Home. Leave It Home? I was Love so close. So close. Uh, what is one UNC band slash sports moment you will tell your kids about other than 2017 National Championship game? So I presume that means like other than that whole run. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. whole tournament yeah. run. So I actually have one um, football related. Um, I will never forget for the rest of my life, the, life, the very first offensive play against Duke my junior year. Uh, uh-huh. Flea flicker, flicker oh. for a touchdown. <laughs> was the most hype I think I've been in a long time to that point. And that was a fun game. It was a fantastic game. I mean, and I would extend past the the national championships and also like beating the Duke because I feel like that's an easy one too to go to. Oh, wait, no, that was yeah. my sophomore year because that was, uh, was Marquise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just talking basketball too, like all the Russian Franklin, those kind of memories. Like those are also the cliche ones. Yeah, I didn't want to go too cliche like with that kind of stuff. So. so I will also go football. And it was watching the Florida State game with all the band people. That's a good one, yeah. And us going absolutely nuts and i picked adam shinehouse up off the couch i was so excited about winning the game that's funny we all called our parents after it yes. was great uh mine is also football um when we beat pittsburgh that last drive where oh, yeah. we had like 17 fourth down conversions yep. all to yeah. switch yep that was yeah to get down to that's field also to a good toss one. it up to bug mine is also football and mine is both of those i was gonna say that two-week span where we were untouchable in football yeah. where we thought that we were like really good also honorable mention uh the vt overtime win mm-hmm. at, in blacksburg to send frank beamer out to my, win the coastal yeah my honorable mention like i said outside the duke games is the louisville basketball game in t- yeah. our freshman year when marcus page hit the game winning shot yeah uh i think that was one of the most electric moments i've ever seen in the dome yeah and like oh gosh i'll never forget that mine isn't sports related because that's just who i am i mean obviously it's sports related but it's not like a specific play it's at the near the beginning of last season's basketball season last year's basketball season so my first year sorry um we were starting we're about to start tip off it happened and like green confetti came from the top of the dean dome and we had to halt the game for like 20 minutes so they could clean up the confetti i, and, remember. I remember that and i was just laughing because like that's just who i am i think really ridiculous things are so funny and i just think that's so funny to me my who, mom thinks it's who, funny. Who are we playing? I'm sorry. It was like the first or second game in the season. Oh, so it was like so one it of was the, like in November, December. Gotcha. Okay, so it was. One I remember that. I do remember that. Like we we looked up and we were like, "Is that?" It confetti? was like it wasn't even like confetti. confetti. It was like a piece of like green copy paper that someone had ripped up and then just left up there, and it was like yeah. one spot. I don't know. I just think that's that's probably my favorite memory. That was really some trash. <laughs> first step is admittance. <laughs> All right. Annabelle, you said you had something. Yes, I have a question. Um, what is your question? It's pop culture related. Yeah. So. Um, that means I'm probably not going to know about it. You probably will. Actually, it's literally on my screen, so you probably should. But um, based on the Coachella performance by Beyonce uh, a month-ish ago. Um, oh, did I just hit something? No, okay. Um, how do you, as people in a fraternity, feel about her like starting this whole sorority? And people are like actually trying to pledge it, and she had a whole probate, especially with the two of you being like former deans, and then the rest of us just being in a fraternity. Have you? There's. I saw a video this morning of this girl <laughs> recorded her little, her little brother, brother doing I mean, the probate. This is where it came from. This is actually where it came from. So I uh, just wanted to know how you all thought about it. I have not seen that video. Of the the kid. Can you educate me on this whole thing? Because like I said, I don't know about it. Okay, so at Coachella, she had a probate where, and like she like wore like. Beta Delta Kappa on her sweater and like everything that she did was about like Beyonce University and then she had a probate 
the first weekend. I don't think it happened the second weekend. So you and don't know that the letters are arbitrary. I'm pretty sure that's her initials. Those yes. Are her initials. Yeah. So no, like, they are not. No. Not? Her middle name's Giselle. So oh, where does the, 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 the D come from? That's what I've been trying to figure out this entire time. Okay. So either way, my question is, how do you feel about it? That's all. Is it supposed to be back? Like she's back? I don't know. I hmm. don't have a problem and with it. Like, I thought it was very entertaining. But then you like look yeah, at her crest. It's supposed to be back. But like she could have oh, used sweetie. Well, I, that's part of yeah. that's something that grinds my gears with the whole thing. I don't really care about people like using Greek letters as a marketing thing. Oh, I do. But like when you're using it, letters that don't make sense, like the Beyonce, it says "beswoothensis." Yeah, it's like beta well, like, sigma upsilon. So, like how theta. your your residence hall, like I know people always do, like they try to inc- like make themselves like mini fraternities, and they have like do Greek letter stuff because didn't Everett do yeah, something? My my residence hall. I almost said dorm, like, but I know you would have corrected me. Like, my dorm last year. Dorm. What? I call it a dorm. I don't call it a residence. Okay, hall. my dorm last year. We were jokingly a fraternity. We made T-shirts that said Sigma Tau. And, and it's a real fraternity, isn't it? No. Okay. So, like, when I, if you didn't know, I was orientation leader in 2015. Oh, I knew. Uh, really? We had what? We were Omicron Lambda fraternity or sorority. That's. I, oh no. I don't have an issue with doing it if it's not like, like if someone made a joke one and called it like Delta Sigma Theta, that would be an issue. Yeah. But I think if it's just like arbitrary letters that aren't already used, yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Sigma Tau is, or was, a uh, society in the field of engineering. I told you. It merged with Todd made a pie um, in 1974, so it's no longer a thing. That's a lie. Yeah, so we're safe. I don't know. I just, I think it's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, it doesn't she had people. Sorry, she had people in sororities and fraternities at that performance, and I haven't heard them say anything. But I just wanted to know, as people in Greek life, like I said, if they were, if she was biting off of like specific things from a actual fraternity or sorority, I think that would be a bigger issue. Yeah, like if they're like doing stuff that like a D nine uh, fraternity. I would agree. I think like, like if they were like imitating yes how they throw, Ooh. that's yes. an issue. That's what. I'm but thinking. I think like. Doing things completely independently of those organizations, I don't have an issue like with said, it. If it doesn't have any actual like connection to a real fraternity, then I think it's it's mainly it's really harmless. I think, and Beyonce fans are going to defend that. To, to well, no, yeah. as a person that loves Beyonce with mm-hmm. my entire heart, I just I don't know. I felt a way about it just because like being a person in a Greek organization, but also like understanding a gig is a gig. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I think it's all in either fun or money making or both. It's just it's, like it's fine. Pick letters like there's already an A. There's an A You're in the more, Greek yeah. alphabet. Like that's yeah. the one thing that is. Oh yeah, did you see like if you look on the crest? If you look on the crest, it like has Beyonce spelled with like a, like sigmas as e's and like theta. like theta's as o's. Whatever. Yeah, that's all I have. Now, I, hate, I do hate like when people use Greek letters to spell something when there's literally a letter that you can use. Yeah. You just use one. Like for O's, you do thetas because it looks more aesthetically pleasing than the Omicron, which is, just which is an literally an O. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think it's fine. All right. Uh, trivia isn't a thing. It may not be a thing next year, Rip. Um, oh, yikes. I'm looking for a trivia team for next year. Please, someone. There might not be a trivia in search of next year. 
Oh, at all? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, dear. Oh, God. We will see. Um, but yeah, we still have merch. Buy our stickers. Stickers. I have one. I have one. Sticker. I have one. I hardly I even know her. Do you want to tell us about your eventful Thursday, David? <laughs> oh yeah, let's hear it. So uh, my third. So we were supposed to go where? Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings to B Dubs, and I decided. So I, it was in the middle of me. Um, so this week I was getting my portfolio scores. And I thought I was getting it on Friday, but they actually sent me an email that was like, hey, your scores are coming out today. No. And so I was like, oh, dear Jesus. So, you know, that had my heart palpitating all day. And I got that email at like 9 a.m. And we were going to get them. It didn't give a time. It just gave sometime before 10 p.m. You will get your score. And so I started panicking around the time I was going to dinner because I needed to go pick up my brother from Raleigh. So I started having a like a little like a little panic attack. So I got really nervous and I was like, I need to go do something. And I wasn't hungry. So I started driving to Raleigh and picked up my brother. I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll go to B-dubs or whatever. But I was still pretty nervous. And so I ended up skipping out on dinner (laughs) because I was just like in my own head about it. But I got my scores back and I passed by 11. Like I got 11 points higher than I needed to to get uh, licensed. So it's all it all ended up fine. Everything ended better than expected. Yes. My favorite thing was like they're like, ask David what he wants what he wants to eat, and he said, I'm not coming. I'll explain later. And Colby immediately goes, Isaac Zumba. And that's it. And changes the subject. Laughing so hard at dubs. That's amazing. Yes. Uh yeah, it's our last our last podcast. The next time you hear from some of us, we will be graduates of the University of Carolina. Alumni. Please no. We're, we're what day is graduation? Next Sunday. It's supposed oh, to be okay. ninety degrees next Sunday, so rip Oops. y'all. Yeah, I'll be inside as long as it's not raining the day before. We'll probably take a break next week, spend probably. time with our families. Yeah, that'll yeah. probably be it. Oh I'll shoot! And then the week after that, I can do the week after that. I'm here, y'all. so yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. In, I'm gonna be in Chapel Hill, so I'm not doing anything until my physics class starts at the beginning of next month. Cool. Well, we'll we'll try to talk to y'all soon, but um, yeah, it'll be a remote podcast for the for for the foreseeable future. That makes me sad. It's all right. We'll be I. It'll be easier to have guests that way. It will be. It will be indeed. But we could have live call-ins. <laughs> that we could. My mom actually Chip wants you Durham. to do that. She wants to, y'all to call. Let her call in. Garrett wants to call in too. <laughs> I forgot to tell you that. Wait, I need so to yawn on the mic that. just for him. <laughs> oh, uh, there you go, Garrett. Ew. Garrett, the knights are going to beat the sharks. I agree. Yes. Yes. The who? Exactly. Hockey. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, but that's all I have. That's all I've got. Thanks for having me. Thanks You're for welcome. Having us. Yeah. Where thanks can, for coming. Where can we find you on the social medias? Um, life as Annabelle on Instagram and Twitter. Like I said, I'm not giving you my fence stuff. Again, you, you did it again. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. What about Is She Shook? Oh, yeah. You can also follow me at Is She Shook. I haven't updated that in a while, but I normally yeah. just say yes if I'm like in a mood. Have you ever said no from it? Yes. Once. <laughs> it was like two years ago. Okay. All right. So if you want to find us, you can do that at tinyurocom slash Varsity. Leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Leave us 
Oh, mm. oh, don't go out like this. Oh, the don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. Should I start us? over? Go power yeah. through. No, start go over. start over. All right, go start over. Last time, best time. Never leave your gym on a miss. Yeah, exactly. If you want to find us, you can do that at tinyurl.com. So never made varsity. Leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. Anything you like or didn't like, be sure to let us know via our Twitter at nevermadepod. Thank you, Jake, for the theme music. And we will see you in a couple weeks. Hey. Bye-bye. Hey. That was a good one. Bye. Bye.